Hey, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Fire From Heaven Philosophy. Last episode, we were talking about um, this kind of like this artist proverbs sort of book thing that I'm working on. I don't really know what it's going to be, but um, uh, the first chapter, I kind of read aloud like what I had so far for the rough draft of the first chapter, um, which was about depending on circumstances uh, versus changing your worst circumstance, which is you. So I kind of read that and well, that's pretty much all I really did. Um, excuse me. So I'm going to kind of go back over it. And, um, reason why I'm like sharing this rough draft of it and everything is, um, as I talk about it, I also like, you know, get other ideas and stuff like that, that I could add to the book or whatever. And, uh, um, yeah, sometimes I just, <laughs> I learn from talking about it. Uh, but yeah, so maybe I'll try to kind of, uh, explain a little bit further my ideas, um, as I read over it. So, um, <clears throat> the short-lived artist will focus on circumstances. The enduring artist will focus on, <sighs> the enduring artist will focus on doing their work every day, regardless of circumstances. So also like, basically what I do in the book as I write, I, I elaborate further on my ideas and stuff. And, uh, yeah, basically it all kind of just stems from this idea. So, there's probably going to be, like, a lot of parallels and repeated stuff. But, <clears throat> as I talked before, the short-lived artist is, like, this mindset, and the enduring artist is a mindset. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm writing this. In comparison to art. But really like. This is everyone. You know. It's just. I could even say. Just a short lived person in general. Is dependent on circumstances. I do art because it's a little bit more specific. And it's easier to write. Uh, in a sense. To, to write that. And because I'm an artist. And it's just. I feel compelled to write this specifically to artists. But it's not just to artists everyone is dependent on circumstances and you know one thing <laughs> I thought about talking about the other day I heard this song on Christian radio and you know I'm gonna sit like outright I don't know the story behind the song and maybe there's you know something she means deeper than what she says in the song or whatever but uh, you know it's Great song, beautiful song, but, you know, and it's kind of like a prayer, you know, to, I guess, to the listener, maybe it was just a prayer she said to herself when she wrote the song or whatever, um, but at one point, it was like, I pray for your healing or something, and then, the next line, for circumstances to change, and it's like, 
you know, again, I don't know the context or anything, but just what comes to mind is circumstances don't need to change. You do. And that goes for everyone, not just artists, not just this, like, picture of the short-lived artist. Like, everyone has the short-lived artist and this enduring artist within them because it's a mindset and it's, you know, it's it's a way of thinking and it's not just um, particular just to art. It, it's, you know, everything. But... The problem isn't circumstances needing to change. It's not. I mean, it's it's nice when they do. I mean, I, I don't think it's wrong to, to ask for that, especially as a Christian and praying for that. But I think what would be more meaningful is realizing that maybe the circumstances are there to change you. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, I guess, you know, I'm trying to pull from the Bible here, you know, because I think, you know, when you look at the Bible, you know, what I always pull from the Bible because I believe it should be the basis of everything, the way I view everything and that. People might think, oh, no, that's not true. Even Christians might even say that. But I think it's true because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear, the reverence of the, the reverence of the Lord, great respect for the Lord and his word. You know, believing his promises and his word, believing that his word is able to sustain us and mold us into Christ. Um, but... Uh, the story I was going to bring up was, you know, I could, if I sat here for a minute, and actually thought about it, I could probably come up with a few more, but I guess just a story that I know well uh, lately because I've been listening to a lot about it is uh, Abraham and Sarah. Um, you know, God like promised them a son and that he would become a great nation and and, um, you know, like, how long does he wait to fulfill that promise? Quite a while. I forget how how old they were, but definitely, you know, it's very clear they were past the age of childbearing. For both of them, <laughs> able to have a child. You know, I guess Abraham did have one with someone else. But, you know, there's a lot, a lot of crazy stuff that goes on in the Bible that's R-rated, okay? So, you know, I'm not going to deny that. So I guess, you know, he was still able to, but I think, you know, it was even longer after that, that they had to wait. And, but, well, the thing is, they tried, I guess, you know, they tried to change their circumstances by taking things into their own hands and not believing God's promises and saying, maybe we could find a better way. And it's, like, completely derailed from, like, the main topic, but I I don't care, you know, because this is, like, what I believe, and I'm, I just, I, I've come to a place where I don't care what people think, 
I don't care what people think of me. You know? I'm just going to share what's on my mind. And this is, like, what's always on, what's on my mind a lot. Especially lately. But, like, so Abraham and Sarah tried changing their circumstances. Maybe they asked God for circumstances to change. I don't know. But they, they got to a point where they didn't believe what God said. So they took it into their own hands. And that ended up becoming a whole mess. So we get this belief that we, that circumstances need to change, that we need to change our circumstances. But it's not true. Our circumstances are there to change us. So what happened after that is they had they've waited a while. After God promised them, you know, and another key part is God came to Abraham and said this. It wasn't Abraham reaching out to God or anything. God showed up to him. Very important. So, you know, he showed up and told them, you know, gave him this promise that he would become a great nation. And uh, so they got it in their head like, oh, well. My wife's past the age of childbearing, so I'll just have a child with someone else. So, <laughs> you know, it became a mess. Took circumstances in their own hand, tried to change them, instead of allowing circumstances to change you. So, you, can't, you just got yourself into a whole mess. And they didn't believe the promises of God. And... Yeah, so there's that whole mess. And so after that, you know, they still waited, had to wait a while. And it's, you know, it's it's always almost as if God is just waiting till they're in a situation where it is, it is completely ridiculous. It is completely unpractical. It is completely against the wisdom of the world. And then he gives them a child. Isn't it interesting how we try to take the supernatural divine word of God and put it into this natural packaging so that people, the people of the world would accept it. Try to make it practical. And it's not. It's it's like it's not practical. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking this to myself yesterday. Um and I was trying to ask myself, is there any point in the Bible where God is practical on the basis of the way we view it? Where God is in a sense like wise in the sense where we view it. And um uh, part of me was like, well, Proverbs, you know, that's great, valuable, applicable wisdom. But the thing about Proverbs is, you know, a lot of it talks about, like, not committing adultery and stuff like that. It's it's all written by a guy who did everything that was told not to be done in it, basically, as I understand it. You know, King Solomon, yeah, he was wise and everything that like God gave him wisdom. You know? and But... <laughs> he was completely not this wise person you're hearing from in Proverbs. You know what I mean? Like, he was, but 
the way he acted and everything for a time in his life, it, he wasn't. You know, that's where he learned all that. But, I don't know. I just think, uh, you know, <laughs> got way off topic, but like faith is not practical. Godly, biblical faith is not practical. I don't think God like ever intended intended it to be that way. I don't, I don't think it necessarily means oh I believe, you know, uh, faith is uh, what is it? Belief in things we don't see. I haven't seen a man fly on his own, but I I believe that you know it'll happen. So I'm just gonna go jump off this building. Yeah, I don't think it's that. <laughs> but it also, uh, I don't know. It's hard, but I'm like way off topic. Uh, circumstances. <laughs> Practice circumstances. So, I think we um, just need to let, let whatever's happening, you know, happen. I'm not saying like that. There isn't something that you can do now. But I'm just saying, you know, regardless of things that you do sometimes, even if you learn to be like, you know, whatever it is, and things still don't change for you, it's, maybe it's because something is needing to be changed in you. I don't know. Um, I go a little bit further. Starving artists will focus on circumstances. They'll be short-sighted, jumping from one platform to the next, trying to build a following. You know, that's just something I've observed in the modern day. You know, how we have social media platforms and everything. And, and uh, you know, I myself would, you know, I would jump from one platform or, or the next, just like trying trying to build a following and, you know, just seeing if I see that, you know, there's this new platform and everything. I mean, I mean, it's cool. I think it's, um, especially like new platforms, when you think about it, like strategically, <clears throat> they're, they're, they have less people, so it's less, but it's less watered down, it's less of a, you know, this massive sea of content, you know, like what, like YouTube and everything has become to be, it's like, you have to like super differentiate and niche yourself down in order to, <laughs> in order to really... Uh, gain a following, I guess. Um, but you know, the part of, part of me at once was you know always jumping from one platform to the next. But if you just commit to one, and you figure out how they work. I mean, you'd be great, and you, you know you'd be able to be build some sort of following that you can influence and that would support you and help you create your art or whatever. <coughs> um. You know, and then I go on to share a little bit of my story when I first started out as an artist. And, um, I, all I really knew was that, like, I wanted to do music. That's all I really started out with. And I, I started out with just, like, seeing this, you know, just this big vision of myself just writing music. You know, just being full-time musician and everything. And, um, but... I didn't really break it down into just steps. Well, partly because I didn't really know. But also, 
I was, I don't know, you, you know, there's just like, every artist has to have a journey, so I'm not saying like, this was like wrong of me or anything, but this is just like, where I started, I had this massive like vision of being a full-time musician and everything, but I wasn't really doing, doing anything on a daily basis to, to move towards that because I didn't realize I had to, so that's what I'm, I guess I'm really trying to do here is like, to tell you that you need to do that, <laughs> you know, find, find something, however simple it might be, uploading, you know, whatever, you, a video or whatever to, on some platform or to build some sort of following for yourself, you know, and this is, this is more getting into specifics of like actual art, but the, the main idea of circumstances, everything here, that that's applicable to everyone, being dependent on circumstances and not, and realizing you're the circumstances that need to change, that's applicable to everyone. Um, here I'm getting a little bit more specific to artists and even more specific to musicians, um, you know, with sharing my story as a musician and everything. But one thing I say here is if you can't do it today, how will you ever do it? So uh, just want to talk a little bit about that. It's like something I've been learning a lot lately. It's, uh, It's not really these massive things that really matter. I mean, nothing wrong with them, but we think that the small, mundane things of life aren't that big, but they're huge. They're massive because they add up. Every single day adds up. I mean, just think about it. Are you thinking about it? <laughs> I was thinking about it, so I wasn't talking. Uh, man. I, I, don't, I don't even know if I'll ever really be able to put to words the power of just doing something every day. It's a struggle. And you definitely need to... Oh, I just remember, I've, I have such a perfectionist mindset. And I just want to be perfect. So if I fail to do it today, it's like, well, what's the point? I want to do it every day. But I failed to do it today. So what's the point? Because I won't ever do it every day. So, you know, it's just like. It's okay <laughs> to fail. Uh, that's actually what the next chapter in this book is about. Is, you know, failure being. Or success being built on a mountain of failures. And how. You know, the definition of failure is a lack of success. So how success is brought out of a lack of success, which, like, makes no sense, you know, on the surface level. But you think about it, it does. So it's just, it's okay to fail. And, you know, just to, what I'm trying to really just hammer down here with this idea is, like, to just... Make it doable every day. It's it's valuable to like, you know, on the weekends sometimes I'm able to just have a lot of time to sit down and read or work on my book or work on music and it's valuable for sure. I'm not saying there's no value in intensity doing something really intensely for a day. But it's also like 
you you can you you don't need both. You definitely need the one. You definitely need to be able to do it today. I mean, it's it's powerful. It adds up. It builds up faster than you can imagine. Even faster than you know, just like you know, working on something you know really hardcore for a couple of hours like once a week or once a month doesn't add up near near as much to to every day you know say I work on say I sit down and work on my music for like three or four hours on a weekend or whatever I'm not saying there's no power in that I'm not saying you shouldn't do that do it okay but what I'm nailing down here is if I sit down and work on my music for an hour every day that adds up to seven hours, you know, seven hours in a week. That you know, that's several more hours than you know the the intense way. And if you really add upon that, that you know, that's even more. So again, just like what I'm getting at here is, if you can't do it today, how will you ever do it? So it's just emphasizing the importance of. Focusing on doing it today, regardless of circumstances, whether whether or not the stars align in your perfect favor, to where you have just where you have plenty of time and everything, and you're you're really feeling inspira- inspired, you know, and everything. It's you're just doing it, doing it every single day. And again, like letting go of perfectionism, if you fail to do it today, that's okay. But, you know, just don't let it keep you from doing it, doing it tomorrow. I'm not saying don't put it off till tomorrow. I'm just saying if you fail, that's okay. Just don't let it keep happening. Fail quickly and learn from it. Um, you know, uh, for a little while I share a little more of my story and, um, you know, just how eventually I was, I was trying to get involved with a band or something, you know, build, you know, whatever guitarist's dream is, honestly, get involved with a band and go on tour and everything, make albums all that cool stuff, see the world. That's kind of like what I wanted to do. But then I realized, you know, just like screw this band thing. And I'm just going to figure out how to do it to my, how, how to do it myself. And uh, so then I share a quote from Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, he said, it has long since come to my attention that people of accomplishment rarely sat back and let things happen to them. They went out and happened to things. So it's just like emphasizing again, it's like, Circumstances are things that happen to you. So are you just going to let them sit and happen to you? Or are you going to do something about it? Are you going to go out and happen to things? You know, he's he's sharing you know, an op- observation he makes here that... People of accomplishment, like during his day, didn't sit back and let things happen to them. They happen to things. So, you know, that that just kind of 
it shows a picture of like trying to change your circumstances, but maybe it's not so much that eventually they let their circumstances change them. You know, they, they might've went through a point where things did happen to them, but they got up and, you know, started doing something regardless of whether those things were happening to them or not. So we're actually out of time. Um, Next episode, we'll kind of just continue going back through this first chapter and talking about it more. Uh, And, uh, I guess that's, that's going to be it. I guess we could, we could end on that thought. Um, you know, the end of his quote, they went out and happened to things. It really, we need to do is just allow everything that's happening around us to change us in a sense where it gets us off, up off our butts and stops just letting things happen to us. Which now I'm like realizing it's kind of counterintuitive to what I shared about the Bible story, but it's like, from a biblical perspective, we just need to realize that uh, regardless of circumstances, whether good or bad, we just need to to seek God to live well, and whether circumstances change or not, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, things are always going to happen to us, but we're also going to happen to things. So maybe it's that you need, that, that, that it's both. You know, maybe it was really that people of accomplishment, they had things happen to them, which made them go out and happen to things. So I guess I'll close with that thought. (laughs) And I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, my phone's being stupid. All right. See you. Stay metal.